0: Terms apply. Welcome to the Nerds Podcast number 498. This Sunday, March 30th, uh, the season finale of Walking Dead, the season finale of Talking Dead. Uh, the guests on the couch will be Scott Gimple, executive producer, and Andrew Lincoln, Rick Grimes, who's not been on our couch yet. So I'm very excited to have have Rick Grimes uh, sitting on the couch. Um, you can be delighted by his uh, his very uh, cozy British accent, which is always throws me off a little. I'm so used to hearing Rick, and then you and then you hear this very erudite British person, Um, but he's wonderful. So uh, that's Walking and Talking Dead this Sunday night, and um, I would like to thank for sponsoring this episode of Nurse Podcast, Warby Parker. Warby Parker is a new concept in eyewear. See, eyeglasses uh, usually are very expensive, and a lot of them are crappy. And they don't really care. You don't get a lot of uh, customer support when you're buying glasses in Warby Parker. So we're going to change all that. Their prescription glasses start at just $95. bucks, all right? Including lenses. Including lenses. And that includes reading glasses, sunglasses. Um, they're going to make it super easy for you. If you go to warbyparker.com slash Nerdist, you're going to choose five pairs of glasses that online. You go, hey, those are kind of interesting. They're going to ship them to you. You're going to try them on. All right and then you're going to get free three-day shipping with the pair that you want. You don't get free the free three-day shipping with the try-ons, but once you pick a, a, a glasses and, and the lens you want, then three-day free shipping using the offer code NERDIST. Warby Parker makes your experience completely risk-free. Free shipping all around. Good folks, good people. Very excited. WarbyParker.com slash NERDIST. This episode's Hannibal Burris, um, who's never been on the podcast before, and is a, a guy that I've been wanting on for ages. But these New York guys, it's tough to pin them down Like when they get out to L.A., you got to just pin him down like a butterfly
2: on a board. It's tough. It's easier when you
0: have... Ray, Jesus Christ, where did you come
2: from? I have been sitting here on every episode the entire time. Sometimes I don't talk for episodes at a time. I was always there with you, Chris. I thought I was just hallucinating. Mm -mm, No, 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 no. That was just the weird sweater I was wearing. Even now, I can just put
0: my hand directly through your body. Mm, Yeah, you can. Uh, Hannibal Burris' new special, Live from (laughs) Chicago, is on Comedy Central tomorrow, Saturday, March 29th, at midnight. And what a fantastic guest he was. Uh, So here we go The Nerdist Podcast, number 498,
2: with Hannibal Burris. Jonah,
0: all those times where there was one set of (laughs) footprints.
3: Yeah,
2: it was me watching you from across the (laughs) street, chilling out with a sweet flaming Margie. Oh, boy.
3: (laughs) Now entering nerdist.com.
0: Fresh off his appearance on the At Midnight program.
1: Yeah, number two. (laughs) Number two, yeah, that's right. Number two, yes.
0: You're you're fucking great on the show. Thanks, that's
1: a fun show, man. That is a fun format. It's funny how uh, people... Online, take it very seriously. (laughs) As far as who they think should have won. Or uh, when
2: they freak out when the points jump because of the show being edited. Hey, do you understand we have uh,
1: to sell energy drinks <laughs> <laughs> well the <laughs> well first of all your
0: first statement could apply to anything on the internet
1: yeah yeah that, but i think this is it, cuz it's an internet show that tw- they they're more engaged than normal like so people yeah. are writing just about
2: specific stuff well yeah the people that don't normally watch sports are watching like a competition thing so they're <laughs> yeah. just like it's like there's something inside of them coming out i guess that's true i yeah well i you know
0: I guess what we should probably say on the show, so people understand. I, actually, I don't get a lot of the "why are the points jumping" anymore. But you know, essentially, we have to cut a thirty-two-minute show down to twenty-one minutes, mm-hmm. and so sometimes you'll have to. You know, we try to preserve as much of the game as possible, but right. sometimes we just have to cut things out to fill yeah. to, to fit into time
2: and fit some of them fun bits that just <laughs> happen on the spot.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly, because ultimately the show should. You know the the game show part should drive the momentum of the show forward. Yeah, but it also should inspire the comedians to fuck around as much as possible. Yeah, and and be funny and be comedians. Yeah, Um, but it's you know, listen, I I'm sure you love living in New York. Yeah, but if you lived out here, you could do
1: the show more often. Yeah, man, it's it's been it's been fun, man. It was it was fun both times. People think I. People thought I was high on this last episode. <laughs> Were you high on this last episode? No, no I of course not. I can't, yeah, I can't get high and do that. No, I would freak out about the lights and all the people. I think it's yeah. funny how some people. I think people just assume like,
0: oh, arty performer types, they can get all fucked up and then go perform. Like, no, there's like a handful of people that can do that, and yeah. then most of us yeah. can't. Because you, you you really do when you're performing, unless you're Doug Stanhope, you need all of your faculties yeah. Yeah. to focus and perform. Doug somehow can do it. Yeah. yeah, and Doug Benson as well. Doug Benson can perform high. Yes. Yeah,
2: I did his uh, at Largo that getting Doug with high show that and he does. So you got really high and then did the show. Uh, you know you start the show Then you get real high And yeah. so I was chatty And then the, we, I got stoned And then I said probably Three words after that <laughs> yeah. Also like uh, Eric Andre Had some dog That was just going ape shit And that wasn't helping matters at all He had a dog with him He brought he some had... dog Named Sammo <laughs> And I don't like just like It's just with him I don't know if it's his dog I don't know if he found the dog <laughs> or he just sent out a tweet saying, anyone got a fucking crazy dog anybody, I can borrow?
1: Anybody got a dog yeah. at this and intersection? And the, more,
2: <laughs> and the more people like like would react to the dog, the dog would go even crazier. No, stop it. You're yeah, making it worse. Yeah, he's work. holding it so much. And Steve Agee didn't handle that well either. It's like the light bulbs in, in uh, Young Frankenstein. <laughs> <Just start laughs> no, stop up. it.
3: Please. scaring <laughs> <laughs> him. Yeah.
2: And
0: Steve, Steve was freaking out about it.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's just, it just sucked. It's like, I I just, like, booze will get me excited. And that's what it seems to do to Eric Andre, and to Rory Scovel, and to Harris Whittles. And then uh, for me, though, it's like reverse. Like, I just shut down and I want to take a nap.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't, we, yeah, I can't, I can't be out. And, and if I get super high and I'm in public places, I got to go home Yeah, right way. Like, I was at, we were at a music festival. We were at this Buku music festival watching Nas, and the music was good. But then uh, it's just weird being high, especially if somebody comes up to you high. Yeah. You're like, hey, what's up, man? And then just wait. Like, <laughs> you start trying to process that. Like, why yeah. are people coming up to me? This is so weird. I'm too, like, you just start getting all weird about just performing. Yeah. And, yeah.
2: Everything. Yeah. <laughs> just
1: what are people's roles in life? <laughs> <laughs> it's like some yeah. people are.
2: <laughs> Mine is, the like, the, I get freaked out of uh, the time lapse where it's, um, I'm constantly thinking that, I, like, how long have I been here? How long have I been sitting here? Was it too long, or was it just the right amount of time? Like I don't know. I was at a, I was at a movie once at a the, at the cemetery screenings. And I was trying to open up a plastic bag. Someone tied up a food and I was like trying to do it quietly yeah. but it was just making it take it a long time ago and then I was like trying to work on it and then I looked up and then everybody's staring at me <laughs> yeah. and I was just I was like I'm so it sorry was <laughs> later, <movie>. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was a week later different movie El Topo is a real long movie I don't know <laughs> what I'm doing here the
0: last time I got high was in like 2002 maybe Yeah, and I had eaten I had been drunk all night and uh which was fairly common but it, but i but i didn't normally get high and someone um uh someone had given me a pot cookie and i just ate like half of it and then went to bed and then i woke up and i couldn't i thought i couldn't feel my limbs and that freaked me out i thought i was having a straw. like i woke <laughs> I was, up i woke up Coming out of being drunk and then, but really high yeah. at the same time. Yeah. yeah. And so, of course, I called my doctor. I'm like, okay, look. <laughs> <laughs> I know that sounds crazy. I don't normally do this. Uh, Of course, you know, usually when you're trying to justify something stupid you've done, you have to give all the backstory. I don't normally do. I just normally I just drink. I don't Uh, normally do. And so I had this uh, thing, and and he just laughed and he was like, "Take a Benadryl and go to sleep." Yeah, Yeah. that's funny. That's nice. How late was it? You could just call your doctor anytime. No, no. I this was I woke up at like eight o'clock in the morning. Oh, okay. You know, like I went to bed at like four. Oh, there you go. And then ate a pot cookie like in the middle of the night. Yeah. And then then at like eight o'clock in the morning, the, the effects were. Were still well underway yeah and uh, and so that was the absolute last time i'm I'm lucky that I didn't I think I'm lucky that I didn't develop the the weed gene because who knows if that would just be my thing otherwise it, yeah yeah do, you, do you, could you do it a lot or do you not
1: no I can't I don't do it that I like to, I'm a home weed smoker or go to the movies weed smoker but being out and about like I got high, and I left that music festival we left we had to go back (laughs) (laughs) there were other acts we wanted to see after Nas but we needed to go back to the hotel and reset and then we came back went to the hotel ordered some food Hey, you know, took a nap, watched some Shark Tank, which hyped me up a little bit. Because I've watched Shark Tank, but watching it I was like, yeah, this is how, I'm going to apply this, this. It made me want to be more aggressive when I'm negotiating business deals now. I'm like, hell yeah. 85% all the time, motherfucker. I didn't know that about that show. Everyone talks
2: about that fucking show. And, like, I was I uh, I was, I was watching it, and I was like, it's like, oh, people just show their stuff, and then they find out if people want to pay for it. I didn't know there was, like, um, there's people just telling them how much they're going to give them. They have to make a decision then they on Then negotiate spot. right there. I yeah. fucking got an anxiety attack watching oh, that thing. man, it got me hyped up. Cause yeah. I,
1: yeah, because I do some of my own deals, like, as far yeah. as, you know, for shows, live shows and TV. So I wanted to fucking... So you're going to go, you. go Shark Tank on people? I'm going Shark Tank yeah. on people. Handle, like, we're going to hey.
0: give you uh, 85% of the door. No, 95. <laughs> 95
1: plus 20 of drinks. 20% of drinks. How do we get into the drinks, man? How do we get into those drinks? We get the door. I want to get into that drink money. Man.
0: All right, hang on a second.
1: Another fucking comic watch Shark Tank again.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Killing a, the comedy
1: business. Somebody oh. has to start having my emails say <laughs> inspired by Shark Tank. <laughs> Don't take it personal. I'm inspired by Shark Tank. Still a nice guy. It's just business, man. Uh, I heard. By Shark tank. I heard. Uh, I forget who it was. It was some bad. Was it? Who's the 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 the, the goofy hat uh, singer with the rest?
2: Jimmy Buffett. Oh, I thought it was, I was going to say Jamiroquai. Uh,
1: and you both would have been right. Yeah. I,
2: think I think that's
1: he, it. He takes. It was some act, a huge like, arena or amphitheater act. They'll take. 101% of the door, or 102% cuz they're taking into account like uh Parking and shit like that. Oh. This other revenue oh, they get all that the. Oh shit! They're not shit. getting all of it, but they're getting the because p- they're saying okay, the tickets are there, But then plus all this other, you know. Oh, all the oh. side all the side businesses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cause especially
0: when you start, even when you play theaters, the venues, if you sell merch, they get a pretty
1: substantial chunk of that. I hate that, like thirty percent. I think yeah, one time I spitefully, it wasn't. A th- it was a small music venue, but they had a. They, they say well, they want to take 10, 15
2: percent. So I spitefully just sold my merch outside. Oh yeah. right
1: in front of the thing right in front of it I the- it. theaters
2: no- are weird that way sometimes I remember that like there's been times where we, uh, like a Nerdist show we've sold out like just like crazy like right away we'll sell out a show and it's like a ton of people there and then, like, we'll be doing, like, the signing in the lobby. I was like, hey, can I just get a beer while we're sitting there? They're like, nope, sorry. It's not on your rider. We closed it up. You can't have anything. <laughs> like, no, we, no we Oh, I it remember up. that. I think
0: – I remember when that yeah, happened. It was really.
2: even you, like, it's, like, in a, in a rare moment. You, like, you're like, you like, get the guy a beer.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'll run grab it for him. What yeah, do you yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah well, but there are all sorts of um, – some of the theaters, though – they're very specific. A lot of, especially if it's a union theater, they're very specific rules about who can do what. Oh yeah, to who sort can, of protect who the press well, record yeah, it. That, who when the thing stop recording. Mm-hmm. So they have very specific rules. So I, it's not that they're being dicks. It's just like those are the rules that they have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you just you have to you have to know that going into those kinds of venues. Are you doing clubs now? Are you doing more theaters? What's your what are you doing? Doing mixed, but
1: yeah, starting to do more theaters, which is is nice. But yeah, it's uh, it's a different thing man was super expensive where you start off <laughs> losing our, not losing money but the the cost of it right away it goes right up because
0: yeah. you you um uh, i mean you know these are luxury problems
1: of course but 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 it's
0: but, you know, you when you sell out a big venue, people automatically go, you must be making a ton of money. It's like, no, no, it costs almost just that much just to operate the theater yeah. to hire all, you know, to have all the people there to turn the lights on. There's like a turning the lights on cost. And it's usually <laughs> incredibly
2: yeah. high. And like you said, there's just a specific person for everything. There's well, this has got to person. open up the curtain. We don't need a curtain. Still got to be there. Well, yeah, that's right. Because when, when we were talking about like, oh, well, we want to get a,
0: you know, we just want like a simple screen to project some stuff on. They're like... They're like, oh, well, um, yeah, that's $1,100. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like, literally, a- a like, guy. obscenely large in. just yeah. to get any kind of any extra, yeah. anything in the show. Yeah. Uh, some,
1: sometimes I have a DJ, and so they're like, we, oh, you want to have a DJ? He has to get turntables? All right, that's... $500. Yeah.
3: <laughs> you no know it is not it though. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> like he'll do it on his phone till turntable. Oh, so
1: phone charge. So $450. So
0: yeah, yeah. so 450. And, yeah, and a, a, really a phone
2: charger. charger. We're going to have to use our own phone charger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so got to bring in
1: another guy to do the phone charger thing. So yeah. So
0: when people when people complain about like Ticketmaster fees you're like
1: we get those too. we
0: We get the reverse end of that as well. We get the other sort of the weird fees,
1: but so do you? Do you prefer?
0: What do you prefer? Do you do you like the theaters? Or just- I like
1: I like theaters just because it's not as much commotion. Uh, it's just more people don't feel obligated to buy drinks. I mean, that, they're not required to buy drinks. It's not a drink minimum, so pe- and people are focused. So there's no drink service happening with people moving around. So it's a more focused show, and it's it's uh, and it's usually going to be an audience that's that's. There to see me where in a club it might be mostly people there to see me but it might be a mixture of people just going to a comedy club whereas in a theater bachelorette parties don't go see <laughs> yeah, yeah. they don't see comedy in theaters no matter what you know
0: I never understand whenever they're like oh we got a bachelorette party I'm like why do yeah. they want to go see comedy that's how,
2: like how uncreative most people are there, yeah. it's like in a time that they're supposed to just go off and be crazy they go and try and watch a fucking comedy yeah. well it's silly because they
0: they don't I mean, nothing against bachelorette parties, but it's it's all about the girl getting married as it should be. Yeah. But in a comedy situation, they need to focus and right. most of them cannot focus they long enough focus because they're all. drinking yeah. out of dick straws yeah. and you know, like fucking
1: around and texting. And
2: yeah, do it at a fucking TGI Friday.
1: <laughs> also, <laughs> the, the entitlement of fans is, uh, is, is not as much entitlement with theater fans versus comedy club where nobody's written me for a theater show and say, hey... It's my brother's birthday. Can you fuck with him? (laughs) But a comedy club is like, I'm seeing you at the improv. My brother's gonna be sitting up front, talk some shit. (laughs) And what the fuck do you want me to do? Hey, happy birthday. Bitch. <laughs> so I was at the airport. <laughs> and so it's just a weird thing where people are like, do you understand how comedy works? Isn't that funny? And requests and shit. No, <laughs> Custom I think, comedy. Yeah. It's not yeah. a private show all of a sudden. Yeah, a Corporate gig.
0: <laughs> and what if you did fuck with a brother and brother's like, why? What well, did I, I do? do? Big. I paid 25 I mean, I I,
2: I was yeah. I liked you. Why are you? <laughs> my brother told you. I haven't seen my brother in ten years. I didn't
0: tell this motherfucker
2: nothing. No. What are you doing?
0: <laughs> Get him. Um, wh- When did you? Uh, well, first of all, I loved seeing you pop up on Reddit when during Louis's AMA. Yeah. Where they said, you know, who's your favorite comedian right now? And he said y-, he said you. He said Hannibal Burris. And then immediately like. Whew, and then you blew up on Reddit, and then a bunch of people started watching your videos. Did, did that feel
1: like a turning point for you, or was it just part of the thing that was already sort it of happening? It didn't feel like it, but it just—I remember you know talking to people after shows and seeing that they they found my stand up on Reddit, and that that community is really really active. It's interesting to uh, to look at sometimes. But yeah, it was just that was a that was a good boost, I think, as far as online following and just people. You could if you post a video and then it could. Get, get around really fast, so
0: that's like being knighted all all of a sudden, <laughs> like with Louis going, "This man," and everyone's yeah.
1: like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, it's real cool. Man. I mean, he's he's great. I opened for him a few years back, actually uh, doing some shows with him, and just watching what he's done over the past few years is crazy. Because I think when I opened for him, it was two thousand nine when I opened for him. And he was huge. It's like, oh, that's huge. And then, yeah. like,
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then it's been five years, and he's just, you yeah. know, even progressed further. So it's just, it's just crazy to see. Yeah, really. Uh,
0: I remember Furman, Furman, and I, Furman and I opened for him in Tempe uh, in two thousand and eight, I think, and that was the same thing. It was like. Oh, this is—he's a big comic. Yeah. <laughs> like, how's it gonna get any bigger than yeah. this? Well, I
2: remember even like in like 2003 when he was like it was like, you know the M-Bar Comedy Death Ray shows. It's like it's like oh Louis on the show he's gonna ha- it's like it's like it's like like a it seems like a bunch of people came here <laughs> like it wouldn't sell out but it was like a lot of people showing up he's doing real good. Well, yeah. the comedy nerds knew the comedy nerds knew. Yeah, but he also had like a pilot that like went for CBS. Was, like, well, he, he had was, had, like... had a bunch. I mean, you know, like
0: yeah. he did the Chris Bruce Chris Rock show and like he yeah. Finish he'd been sort of a legendary writer performer for a yeah. really long time and just kind of had failed pilot after failed pilot and yeah. and and then it just it's a good lesson in you just
2: if you day, stick, you fucking stay in the game. Yeah. Then one day he hated his kids on stage. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Everything changed. So
0: really? When
2: it did? Really?
0: Because he was an amazing joke writer before, but all these kind of like weird, outlandish premises that he had mm-hmm. of like you know going down to hell, and then the guy the uh, uh, demon yeah, going yeah, suck yeah. my dick. He oh, you don't have to do that. That guy yeah. doesn't even work here. You know, like all those weird premises. It really did start to fall. Did, did you feel? Did you notice that with your set where? you know, whatever, you were writing and writing and writing yeah. for years and years, and all of a sudden you're like,
1: oh, I think maybe this. No, I think it's just been, as far as just my jokes, like it's just getting more comfortable on stage. It's never it's never been like, I should talk about this. It's just me, I'm more comfortable just telling longer stories now and just more comfortable on stage. It hasn't, uh, the subject matter itself hasn't really changed that much. It's, I've had more experiences through traveling and just drinking and kicking it, and I just talk about that, really. That's mostly what I talk about, is just being on the road, getting drunk, or being in New York, getting drunk, and some dumb (laughs) shit happening. And then I recall it. (laughs)
3: Uh,
1: Yeah, so it's just been that, and it's it's been real fun just to have that progression and just, as far as just touring the road and just going to a place one year and then coming back a couple years later and just seeing... How it builds, and just it is it's just been it's just real fun, man, and I'm excited now, and it, it is it's like you talking about the difference with like Louis a few years ago to Louis now, and just seeing that difference with comedy nerds or people that's really in the stand up comedy, which is a world you could just think i sometimes I forget when I do stand up, you just, <clears throat> start thinking that's the regular world. Yeah. Where, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody goes to three different shows in one yeah. night. Yeah, that's rare. Yeah, everybody they does that. All the intricacies yeah. of how stands. Everybody does works. that. Everybody goes from meltdown to the improv and then comedy store. Everybody yeah. does that. You know. But uh, and then you start realizing, like, with you know, no, that's not the state of comedy. Is no way. And then TV shows kind of have shown me, like, like being on Broad City. Like the general public kind of watches that people that aren't in a stand up watches that and it's a different energy than just straight up stand up fans where yeah. people are weird not weird but people can be more aggressive with T V energy versus just even talking to somebody that's a fan of stand up versus somebody's a fan of something on a TV show they're more I don't know.
3: Well just, t- I yeah. think I
0: think part of it is that um, T V more <clears throat> TV is a little bit more, can be a little bit more of a passive experience yeah. where the jokes are are like tied up in a bow and yeah. then placed in your lap. But I think what a lot of people don't really understand about a comedy show is that, the, and naturally people do do this without thinking about it, but people do have to make a little bit of effort in a comedy club. Yeah. Like they have to make a little bit of effort when they go see a comic to sort of meet them at least part of the way. Right. With like... Okay, I'm gonna focus my attention on you. As opposed to, you know, when you're watching TV, you don't really have to focus you can, oh you can kind of catch stuff. Yeah, you know. But yeah. in a club, you have to try a little bit. As an audience yeah. member, you just just a modicum, just a little bit. And if you do, then it works out great.
1: Yeah. It's funny just I'm just talking about just also the differences in people I've encountered at my stand up shows now. Like at, at my Sunday show in, in Brooklyn, I have somebody's I've been doing it for a few years and it's been doing well, but just a couple weeks ago, I had some guy come up to me before the show. This never happened. He's like, So, man, what what are you talking about today? <laughs> <laughs> What are you talking about today? I was like, "What the fuck?" Before the show? Before the show, I'm like, "I guess you now, motherfucker, yeah. <laughs> goofy motherfucker." Like, it, it just uh, maybe it made me feel so weird. That is that weird. Like, it's like, what's feel, on the
2: docket? What are you going to do- What are you going to take the piss gonna- out of today? Like, Don't try to understand me off stage because I've been keeping up with the news today. You got some pretty good stuff that you can hit on. You know what it is
0: that it almost sort of feels like. Why do you want to know? Do you want to judge
1: me before I even get on stage? you need to approve yeah. the topic. you want to nudge a girl? Like, oh, yeah, he
3: told yeah. me he was going to say this <laughs> shit, right? <laughs> or he's going
2: when, to you t- about-
0: when you go, well, I'm going to talk about horses, and this time I got drunk at a church, and then he's going to go, oh, yeah, I'm not interested in Actually, any of those things.
1: <laughs> refund, please. I'm glad you told yeah, me that. i glad you told <laughs> me. Yeah. Is, there
2: a, is there a playbill? I can see your set list and see what's going <laughs> to. Mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> can I follow along? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you have a bouncing ball? Underneath the
0: <laughs> stairs, I see the words before they show up. <laughs> that would be a really funny live gag to do. Yeah. Someone actually just yeah. the ball through all your stuff. Um, I remember I uh, – well, because it also wasn't that long ago. But I saw you at the Hot Tub Show, which is the first time I was on stage a couple days after my dad's funeral. And uh, it was a strange – I went on stage without really knowing – if I was going to talk about it or not, yeah. and then I just did, and it felt amazing yeah, to talk about it. Yeah, oh, it was that, I cassette, really appreciate yeah. that, and I did this bit that, or I, I said this thing, and it didn't quite work, but I still love the idea of it, and I want to try to figure out, which is there should be a word that you, we have in our language so that when you see someone, people obviously want to express something when they right. see you. And a lot of times they don't know what to say, so they're like, oh, hey, man, I don't... uh..." And there's there's a word, and I think I said, like, flarb or something would be a great word where you... It's just an acknowledgement word of, like, this word means... I care about you. Yeah. I don't know what to say. There's nothing I can say, and you know that, and we agree. Yeah. And, but uh, and when I got off stage, the first thing you said to me, you were the first person I saw, and you go, Hey, man, Flarb. And I'm like, <laughs> Oh, I love you. I love you so much. That's so
1: great. It was so great. That is a good idea, man. It is, yeah, just because it is. I've had that too, as people, somebody's past, but you don't know what to do. You just send something, you send food. What do you do? You just like.
2: Yeah, I don't know. You know, it's weird though, because in other cultures, uh, they have those words that you hear. It's like, um, like when someone says, "Oh, there's this word," and they go, like, "We go, what does that mean?" They go, "Well, it's the general idea of, you know, like basically what you said." They have like, you know, Japanese have a lot of terms like that where it's like, "What does like, you know, this mean?" And they go, "Oh, and it's this long. It's almost a story, right? Like, it's like that." Should they? Sh- but there's none of that in English, because it's too literal. Well, I think we do
0: have those. There are colloquialisms, like you know, if you if you're talking and then someone says word. How do you really explain that other than going, oh well this is an acknowledgement and an, an affirmation that you you know
2: when someone says yeah. something
0: and you're just acknowledging if you don't yeah. have anything to add but you want to say like, yes, I understand yeah. what you're saying and I agree. Like,
2: I say dig. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> dig.
0: Dig, 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 dig <laughs> but, no, but there is no word, and I feel like there should be a word for that moment because there's it is it there's always a there's always this this gap between Oh I want a deal I want to say But I don't And you don't I don't What are we supposed to yeah. You know And I find I find myself Caretaking people a lot Like no 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 no. Don't worry about it I understand yeah. There's nothing you can say You know yeah. So Bummer you know, Bummer <laughs>
1: Hey bro Hey bro Bummer It's pretty weak Yeah
2: Bummer (laughs) bummer about your pops Late Shit's beat (laughs) Shit's shit's beat Shit's beat
1: (laughs) Wanna hit up Disneyland Yeah Wanna play video games Yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> diversions? Okay. Any idea? I got all diversions. Yeah, yeah, that's what all you, I got. Diversions. That's Here all I
2: offer. That. If a friend's going through a breakup or a hard time, I go, I go. Do you want to go out and do something distracting? You know, that's, <laughs> like, it's, that's all I can. Because I'm not about to just sit down and talk about feelings. My <laughs> name's Jonah Ray and I'll be your distractor. Yeah, your yeah, exactly. distractor. <laughs> I will show you a good time. <laughs> I will be the goalie between <laughs> yeah. you and sadness. Yes, and We're, I'm really bad at it because
1: all I do is play Bone Thugs and Harmony Crossroads <laughs> over and over. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
2: Wake up, wake up, wake up. <laughs> I'm going to miss your uncle Charles. <laughs> how y'all, sorry. Y'all, miss- oh, that's okay. Uncle no, Charles, right. y'all.
0: No, no, I totally. Yeah. Um how good are you how comfortable are you at talking about real 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 stuff on stage versus just, you know, just some like things that happened
1: recently? Like real stuff like, I don't know, cuz I talk about some some stuff sometimes just, but it didn't it it tonally, I don't know if it fits in, in, in some of the stuff, but I, I I don't know. It's not. I'm more apt to talk about real stuff in in regular life than I am just trying to do it on stage. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what do you mean, like real stuff? Like, I, I address death a little bit, and I talk about. I mean, but I do it in a joking way. Where I talk about, I wonder who, what famous people will die before me, which is like a legit thought. Like, who's gonna die before you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I think about that. Like even my my peers. Like I'm like some of my peers are the same age as me. We're not gonna die at the same time. Yeah. Who's, well, gonna go <laughs> who's
0: gonna go first? <laughs> who's gonna go first?
2: Let's think right now. Who's gonna go first? <laughs> oh, oh man! Like I
1: think just with, with a barn all accidents and what. My girlfriend, one year older than me, she's very. I think she'll live longer than me just because she's healthier and shit. She doesn't. She only eats fish.
3: from the pacific ocean that's not healthy now (laughs) fukushima fish Uh,
0: everything's fucking everything's so fucked up and you know eat fish no 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 you'll get mercury poisoning all right i'll just eat proteins well don't eat bacon because it's full of carcinogens all right and i'll just eat now i just saw a study the other day on google that was like uh, vegeta- a recent study suggests that vegetarians might be more susceptible to certain cancers and like oh fucking oh, fuck me
2: <laughs> it's just, just fucking Russian roulette life yeah it yeah. doesn't so even just, matter it really doesn't it doesn't matter it's like uh, someone I know recently they got diagnosed with cancer and like they're just vegetarian work out every day just yeah. you know just sometimes no <laughs> yeah, sorry
3: well, well uh, see you guys later no uh, thank you <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, but you What's great about What I really like about your stand-up is that It does something Like the first several years that I wrote stand-up Maybe even the first ten years And even still sometimes I was always like Oh, there's gotta be a joke There has to be a thing There yeah. has to be a mechanism that makes people And then I started to realize like, No, things can be funny without having to punch them in the face yeah. With the you know Like you, Hannibal, just Talking the way that you tell stories is just nat is just naturally really funny. And did you always kind of have that rhythm, or did you
1: evolve that way, sort of like with the audience? I think it's just when funnier stuff that happened for a long time. That's a weird way that I worded that, but uh, <laughs> when stuff happened, like the thing that jaywalking thing that happened, I did a, I do a story about jaywalking where you know I was I got stopped for jaywalking in Montreal, and I couldn't believe it, and and I didn't want to give them my ID right away, and I couldn't believe that they were treating it like a real crime, and they just started, and then it was just a long ordeal where. The thing, I, the bit is only about five or six minutes long, but the actual thing that happened was about an hour and a half. It was just me not wanting to give them my ID. I was legit angry and I was, they called back up. Oh, jeez. It's just me and these French cops arguing and he, it was just a long, so it's just, I think I've had just crazier experiences that, you know, lend themselves to, having you know being a long story and then it's just I like trying to find the jokes within that and punch it up you know just knowing how the story began and how the story ended and just finding the spots where the jokes can happen and then it ends up more like you know traditional not traditional but regular setup like I want to do a story in a way where it's almost still set up punchline jokes though you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, that that's that's the kind of the, the kind of stories I like doing or even watching, where it's um you let the, instead of bringing up a premise and then making jokes off of that, you tell a story and let the 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 moments and the beats of the story be the setup premise to the jokes you then uh, end up making. So you kind of you know sprinkle them throughout and you find those kind of like if a story goes you know a to a to b, you have these little like uh you know a one a two a three. Um, Kind of moments to jump out and joke about it, and then jump back into the story, and that's what I think you did great. I I was uh, in the car, and one of your bits was on satellite radio, and it was the, it was just something. It was like a story, but something else. But then, like you bring up a guy with a mustache, like a. Like a curly mustache. Yeah. I'll like, be by mustache. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And like it's like don't talk to me like you don't have that. Yeah. And then
3: uh, and then
2: which like because uh, it was like it was an aside, but then it just it just ends up destroying and it. what's the what you fucking call like a carnival face motherfucker or something. Yeah.
1: It was and you yeah. know what it
2: was? It's based on this, this
1: boring dude. It was it was actually in Chicago. I said it in Williamsburg, we'd have it in Chicago um years ago like oh six, oh seven or something. With this dude that had this crazy look, crazy mustache. He had glasses where one lens was purple, one lens was clear, Ugh. this goofy ass suit, and weird hair, and some probably dumb hat. And, but he, you talk to him, he's like, hey man, he's uh, the driest, <laughs> most boring person ever. Like, nah, man, you got to step it up. You got to have some pitch in your voice. Yeah. You got to <laughs> do something. You got to do a magic trick or some shit, man. Yeah. Looking like but,
2: that. You can't just be boring looking like that. That's why. That's probably why he did all that stuff. <laughs> it's because he's a boring dude. He's like, I got to do something. I'm just fucking <laughs> put a scar on my face. Is that a good story? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was so boring that I had to put a scar on my face. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what happened to your face? Man, nah, nothing. Well, no,
2: there's got to be a good story. No, I saw a bar fight on TV, and it looked real cool. (laughs) (laughs) And I rushed to the bar, and then I just hit my face in the door. (laughs) And that was pretty much it.
0: Yeah. Is there, um, when you're kind of building your, you know, when you're sort of building each hour, do you think of it in terms of, like, thematically what you want to say, or do you just kind of tell a bunch of stories, and then the theme kind of emerges from that? Yeah, it's
1: just telling stuff and trying to link it loosely, like, the... This one, my newest one is just <clears throat> the first maybe six, seven minutes is just me talking about doing stand-up. Baby. Opening for Tracy Morgan and some, having a girl tell me to tell her a joke and why I like stand-up versus this and why I won't go perform for the troops. and So these it just starts out me doing, talking about doing stand-up for a minute and I go into... I just try to make it link. Like, I, don't, I don't. I'm not, you know, married to having perfect segues. But if it comes up in my head, all oh, these bits can go together. I'll do it in a moment. But I'm not. Like, this has to be like that. Like I'm happy to change subjects and act like it didn't happen. Just go talk about something else. So yeah, it's just about. I just like to. Have, I like to close big and open big, and then in the middle, the rest of the shit can happen. You know.
0: You you were writing on SNL, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Are you, you not? But you're not anymore.
0: No. How long were you on? One show? season. You were just on for one season? Just one season, yeah.
2: But then you went to 30 Rock.
0: Then I went to 30 Rock, yeah. yeah. What w- I would imagine that was a much different. Uh, it's
1: very different. Just different in lifestyle and everything. Because 30, 30 Rock was more of a traditional job, but it's also more collaborative. Because we're all in a room together. You know, we pitching on stories or pitching jokes. And it was way more, it was just more about making everybody laugh in the room. Like if you pitched a joke, Everybody laughed And it got in So we would have The, the script On a projector And the writer's assistant Is there and, and you know We like we gotta beat this joke So everybody pitched For a while And sometimes we'll get it On you know Somebody say the One thing first And then That'll be the joke But it's been sometimes But we've been yeah. just Sat for an hour <laughs> yeah. On one line Of dialogue And that's not it mm. And it was just funny uh, the, uh, the executive producer Robert Carlock Was an amazing writer Just amazing Showrunner But you know The way you know, if you pitched a joke, he he didn't like, but he still acknowledged that you said something. You'll say, "What if Tracy said, (laughs) (laughs) Tracy say turtle 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 nuggets?" (laughs) And, And he was like, "Hmm." <laughs> <laughs> just make that sound good. Mm, yeah. Just no, just, mm, just to acknowledge that you yeah. said words yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you flarp. just flarp. Flarp. Yeah, yeah. flarp. Yeah. Sorry
2: for your loss. Yeah, there's always that. Sorry for your joke loss. <laughs> Sorry that you put that bit yeah. of
1: you know, what you thought was good yeah. out into the world and it fell flat, never to be heard
0: yeah. again. Those
2: it's are the worst t- moments in a writer's <laughs> room. Because like, someone has to say something. If, it yeah. just, if no one says anything, it's worse. But yeah. you really
0: have to. It's funny, it can be funny because you, as a, as a performer, you obviously, you know, there's a part of you that's like, I hope everything that comes out of my mouth is hilarious to yeah, everyone. Yeah. But it can't and, be. And, it's and it can't be. It's impossible. But, you know, you really are going out on a limb in a room yeah. full of people that you know are equally or funnier than you are. And, yeah. you, you know, you kind of want to like, oh, you know, right. I, want to, I want to keep the level up to where my peers are. And yeah. when you throw something out and it you know, as Doug Benson says, lays an egg, yeah, then, yeah. Uh, you know, you have to have a real thing inside you to go, you know what, this is a
1: volume business. It is a
0: volume <laughs> yeah. business.
2: It's so hard to recover from in a room, yeah. though.
1: <laughs> but you know what it is, though, you have to throw it out because, you know, like, it's been times where I threw out something that wasn't Somewhere. right, but then somebody else yep. <laughs> twisted it to make it fit the show. So I'll say something, and then I'll say uh, Turtle Nuggets, and I'm like, no... <laughs>
2: Yeah. Uh, oh, but I'm what about so turtle or frog nuggets? Turtle
1: nuggets, but a six piece. <laughs> like, and then, <laughs> like, yeah, that's in there. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And then you get the assist.
1: <laughs> you can do,
0: do what Blaine Capach does in our room, where it's, I actually made, a, I wrote on the wall. We got in trouble with the, the lot because I wrote on the wall for Blaine hits and misses because he's just a fucking joke machine. Yeah. And he's like, he has like a 90%. Hit rate. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But, but when he doesn't hit, <laughs> it's, it's even so funnier fun. because, you know, he'll say something, he'll you know, it'll be like, oh man. Um, it'll say something like, Cagney in lacy underwear, because he doesn't reference anything that happened after 1995.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he doesn't. He hates it. <laughs> and, and then there'll
0: just be a moment where everyone's like, I don't know, and then he'll just do. He's, he's resorted lately to answering the stapler.
2: Oh yeah, I love that movie. It <laughs> he'll pick up the
0: go, "Sorry guys, you gotta
2: take this. You. Yeah. you gotta get me out of here. You, you gotta get me out of here. Yeah. Right, fired. All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I love soup. He would do it, and a then thing. he'll
0: open it, and there's no staples inside, and he'll go, "Oh, I'm out of batteries. Like he just
2: <laughs> fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> at at WebSiv there would be times where he would be doing that so much that it would just turn into like you know when like the, the bit starts devolving, it would just yeah. he would say, "What about Cagnelius underwear?" Interesting. Just fumble just with, with the phone. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Cause that's the that's what it is in a writer's room. You have is, I mean, he's goofing off, but yeah, you have to. Like in Thirty Rock, I didn't feel like like with stand up on stage. If a bit bombs, you can play with that. Yeah. Like sometimes I've had a bit bomb, and depending on the show, I'll just be like, you know what, we're gonna try that one again.
0: <laughs> you do the bit again.
1: Do that bit again. <laughs> We're doing that bit again with New Delivery. <laughs> like, I do a song at the end of my set. This song uh, is called Gibberish Rap. And I close it and I have ballerinas and sometimes costume characters come out. And I was doing it at Notre Dame. And my set, my comedy set, just went well. But then it, the song had been doing well when I performed it. But Notre Dame kids were just baffled. They were just looking at me. And I usually do it five times. It's a joke. It's only 30 seconds long. And I do it five times. And so... Uh, They didn't get it, and so I was just like, you know what? We're doing it again. (laughs) We're doing it again, and I ended up doing it nine times.
3: Shit.
1: Did it finally catch? I think after a while they were like, fuck it, I think we gotta give them something. (laughs) We're
3: not gonna get out of here.
1: (laughs) My DJ, he said, I didn't hear, but at one point he said he heard some girl go, what is going
3: on?
0: (laughs) I think, think, you know, most college kids still, not all, but I think most, your kind of garden variety college kid, I think they don't quite yet understand that something can just be weird for the sake of being weird. Mm -hmm. And so they're constantly like, Wait, why is this happening? What yeah. am I supposed to be? Like what are they like they haven't been they they haven't quite gotten the irony thing yeah. yet. And so you really do have to explain a little bit, like this is what this is <laughs> and this is why this and mm-hmm. this is why I'm a grown up on stage saying the word cock in front of teenagers. <laughs> yeah.
1: Do you yeah. like doing the colleges? I enjoy it. I'm 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 wondering if I'm starting to not veer but get too old, but I enjoy it. I mean it's is is good work. And I did, actually, I did University of Chicago recently, which is uh, it's a real smart school. And so that was fun, because sometimes with colleges, it's, I feel like it's certain bits, like longer stories, I feel like I can't do them at colleges. A long story, like a 10 minute story. And I do, like, sometimes when I'm doing a college, I amp my energy up a bit. And But I, it is fun, because it allows me to tap into my college experience and just talk about it. And depending on the school I'm at, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll do some weird... I'll put college students in a weird place while if I'm at a state school or something, I'll say, you know what? I I didn't graduate from college and some of you won't either. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
3: it's just stats.
1: I'm not being mean.
2: It's just stats, y'all. Um, uh, I, gotta, I, gotta go. I gotta go. Where do you have to go? I gotta take a conference call. Oh, you have to do a conference call? Yeah, yeah, at two. Oh, I was, go. I, was, I, I tried to sync it up for...
0: Look at you having professional conference calls, Joe. I've had Array. conference calls before. You've got, this is know. the first one, <laughs> I think. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah like without a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have your training headphones on Uh-oh. for your first? <laughs> <laughs> don't all talk at once. Okay. <laughs> Adorable little scamp. Oh, this conference call. What if it's like? Hey guys, what time were we meeting to go see Captain America? <laughs>
1: Dude, I was. Uh, I didn't know that the new. I didn't know that the new X Men trailer came out until when I got here for your show. Oh yeah, did you I see actually see it on the show for the first time? I saw that part on the show, but I got my hair cut before I came to your show, and so my barber was was just ranting about X Men shit, in the, while I was in the chat, <laughs> which is weird but black barbers usually don't talk about that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Well, like going, <laughs> not if the movies are to be believed. They're, it's not like,
0: do you see X-Men? No,
1: no, not even, well, it's, well, not just not talk about the movies, but he was going deep into it, like Magneto's kids. and <laughs> Oh, shit. It's real, and he's like, this shit is realistic, and Falcon. <laughs> and it was to the point where he was just yelling at the other barber, and I said, hey, man, finish cutting my hair. <laughs> I had to motion to him, and he was just going, it was the weirdest thing, because I'm, I'm into the comic book movies, but not to the point where I'm like, mad about, what is happening? Did it they're destroying this legacy? And I don't get into it that heavy. I enjoy the movies and I, I watched the uh, cartoons as a kid. But this dude was going in; it was such a weird experience, and also just was being stuck in a chair and having it go directly into your. Oh ear. yeah, yeah. Of course. <laughs> That's a, I love. Where is this barbershop? This barbershop. This is uh, <laughs> 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 Legends Barbershop on Fairfax.
0: That's amazing. Yeah, I it. love the idea of like co- like black barber shop but it's all just like they're just shouting nerd shit at each they, it other was weird
1: show. and the other cust- uh, it was two other customers waiting they were like yeah man I didn't like the first one but I think this one was gonna be good I mean you can't you know it's the movie so some stuff is gonna change you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> so it was like is this are y'all filming something right now <laughs> 'Cause it was so I never ever had that barbershop experience. Barbershop talk is usually is basketball, is music, is women, it might be some politics and stuff, but never just deep Never have I ever been in a barber shop Where the, my barber is talking about Magneto's kids Now I might go and just sit
0: there And then be like no we're not going to talk about this Unless we cut your hair And then I'm just going to get Like a very 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 different haircut <laughs> Than what I normally get No we're going to go high and tight Alright
3: I don't really have the head shape for that But
0: let's do it um, so how long are you in Los Angeles for? I leave tomorrow night. Okay, and you can go back to New York? Or are you on tour?
1: No, going to Chicago. We're because uh, my special called Live from Chicago, so we're doing a premiere party in Chicago on Saturday. That's exciting. Yeah, I'm very excited. I'm for so, it. so glad. Yeah. Do, are you? Did you? Are you already on to the next set? Partially, uh, I got some of the material. Yeah, I'm not tour. I got a few spot dates, but I'm not ready to tour for a while. They yeah. were trying to. I, I didn't want to go. I wanted to make sure. I want to make sure I got it right, and I want to think of different ways to, you know, incorporate video and music and different stuff into the show. So I, wanna, I don't want to tour into probably uh, summer or fall pretty heavily. What are you going to do when you get back to New York? Back to New York? I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Hook up my Xbox One. I just oh. got an Xbox One. I know, I've had one for a while and I haven't, I've not had time to
0: actually hook it up. I went to take it out of the box and I'm like, oh, this is a little bit of a process. Yeah. Like, cause there's, there's, there are many pieces. Yeah. And it, there's, you know, the, it, you're essentially setting up a media network when yeah. you hook the Xbox up and the connect and everything. And I'm like, oh, there's, this is a little intricate for right now. I just want to lie down.
1: Also, the reason that I've been, I've had it for a few days uh, before, before I even left, but it was, I was kind of having separation anxiety with my 360. (laughs) Because I play NBA 2K14 and Gigi. But it was just like, I've had the 360 for years now. So it's tough to kind of take it to the side. And and so I I wasn't ready yet. The NBA games
0: and like the Tiger Woods games and the Madden games, they're really like the Louis C.K. of video games where it's like, every year we're going to have a new one. (laughs) Every year. Like, does does the game change? Because I did... um, I did some commercial spots for MBK, NBA 2K10 yeah. for forever ago with Kobe like we played yeah. like we were playing against each other and uh and and I always wonder like how much does the game change every year is it that do they add players or do they just add different game mechanics
1: It's a little bit of game mechanics it changes a, lo- a little bit and they might improve it it's not crazy but it is so much what you have to if you like the game you have to get it if you want to play online against people you have to do the update. But I I enjoy it. I enjoy it a lot. Uh it's funny when people people get really into it or people talk shit. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, people talk. But I don't talk to people on I don't talk to strangers online because I don't want somebody just in my ear. I don't <laughs> <Just> <laughs> I don't want a stranger shit. just in my ear, but even still like if they have their headphones, you can just hear them talk shit through the TV. <laughs> dunking on your ass. <laughs> You better quit. You quit. Or like if somebody's up by 15 points, they'll pause the game and go to the quit thing to show you that you should quit. Oh. <laughs>
3: Oh, that sucks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Well now I got to change my username. But some people know it's me, and so they'll somebody will beat me, and then they'll write me on Twitter. Like, yeah, I just crushed you. <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> what, what is your name? I am Hannibal Burris. Just glad <laughs> <laughs> in I got it in two thousand eight. I got my Xbox oh, Live. Gotcha, so yeah, gotcha. it's just my
0: name. Yeah. Oh, okay. So they can just find you directly. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: It's funny, but yeah, the a-
0: more public you become, the le- it's, it's funny how protective. People can get at their gamer tag. They're like, "No, I don't want a bunch of people what knowing what I'm playing at
1: any given time." I don't yeah. know why. It just feels it feels intimate. It does feel weird. weird when I'm like, "Oh, for real? You know, Netflix now?"
3: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that is weird. Stop tracking my
1: habits. <laughs> oh yeah, Netflix now. Oh, that's what you up to? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, you haven't got the new NBA yet? Mm, Seriously? Still playing that one? <laughs> All right, stop taunting me. <laughs> Old wow, man. he's playing a lot of video games I thought he was on a TV show
3: <laughs>
1: No, they must have cut his part down or something I'm like, wow, Kumail How do you have time for do this?
3: <laughs> Joe
0: and I were talking about this the other day He was like, fucking Kumail and Emily Have time to play and watch everything They watched and played everything to completion I was like, how do they do that? They, work. they both work all the time I have not mastered that yet i have like an hour a night to play something and that's it i don't know yeah. how i don't know how i can catch up on everything <laughs> i still want to be able to i feel like i need to play i need to take like playcations where yeah. i basically just like take a week off and just catch up on everything but I haven't been able to do that. Like yet. You, said, you mean, staying at home and doing staying it. Staying at five, home and yeah. doing it. Just staying at home and just playing everything. It's like one day this game, second day this. You know, then catch up on True Detective on Wednesday. Then on Thursday, you know, because I feel like yeah. there's
1: so many things that I'm just behind on. Yeah, it's <laughs> easy to feel like that because people putting out too much stuff. <laughs> now, do you ever? I
0: I kind of have those fears where I'll watch something. Then in my mind, I go this is so noticeably not good. Mm-hmm. Are they aware of that? Or do they all kind of go home go, going, we're doing it. And, and I worry that, am I outside the bubble of not being aware of whether or not, you know, like what if stuff I think is hilarious
1: and I yeah. go home and then, and then but behind my back people are like,
0: oh, he doesn't know. Should we tell him? I don't yeah. know.
1: Uh, well, this is, this is a special case. Let me assure you that. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it is weird. Just, I remember being at, uh, when I was at SNL, and, you know, SNL, just by nature, you know, it's a different host. There's you know, different stuff in the news. So it's different. It, some shows are better than others. Some hosts are better than others. But it's very uh, scrutinizing the press every episode. And so I remember seeing the press say shit, like, about sketches. I mean, man, don't say that. That's my, <laughs> my friend. That. My friend worked on that sketch, and my friend was in and So it just started. So it is easy to, but, you know. I think the thing that I I really have started to started to really accept and try to think about is just I accept it as just you know the same way we might talk shit about a you know a fast food restaurant like ah oh, this fast food restaurant you have to just accept yourself as a brand and that people will criticize it or like it or say or might like it one day or you know. Y'all talk shit about McDonald's. Well, people talk shit about McDonald's, but still end up getting McDonald's fries sometimes. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just accepting that that's part of you know this business, and that people are gonna say stuff, and you just gotta keep working and try to do good shit. What do you What do you ultimately? <clears throat> what What is kind of your ideal situation? What are you
0: working toward? Anything specific that you want, or is it just like just to keep working?
1: Keep working, and also now just try to. I'm, I'm working on some animated feature ideas, and then I want to work on a a, a a movie idea with me as the lead. And then from there, just kind of start kind of a production house, like similar to what you're doing, you're producing your own stuff and and <clears throat> do things like that. And maybe even getting, I was talking with a friend yesterday, I'm real big in the music. I go, you know, I have musicians open for my shows, and, uh, and uh, I go to a lot of concerts and festivals. So I was thinking maybe even starting. A small record label. You oh know? wow! Like, yeah, just getting a couple artists and just seeing if I could do something in, in, in that that regard. What's
0: great know? is that there's no reason that you can't. Yeah, I mean, like you literally
1: can just do that
0: yeah. and just put it out. Right. That's
1: how easy that stuff is. Yeah, it's just about, you know find somebody that I believe in and you know try to guide them and so yeah, I'm thinking about doing that now. Just now, have and a please pardon what I'm about to say because I'm not saying this because you're black and he's black which I'm
0: sure sometimes people do they're like oh they just compare you automatically yeah. to like other people who are are of the same race like yeah. oh just like no no just cuz we're th- but this is more about the business side but the fucking the Tyler Perry compound in Atlanta is shocking to me do you know like the whole the de- the depth and scope have you taken a tour no <laughs> but i but but someone's kind of like walked me th- i mean <clears throat> it's this insane autonomous yeah production entity that essentially just churns out and produces and releases and, like, everything from, like, start to finish. They just do everything. Yeah. Now, obviously, the content might be questionable. Someone said to me, like, yeah, the reason you make so much money is because I'm fucking paying anyone. I don't know that for a fact. Yeah. I'm guessing it's probably true. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, just because it's not like the, you know, like the films, it's sort of like, they're almost like the web video of film. Like, they cost, you know, like $2 million to make yeah. this and then,
1: you know... Whatever. And he has the sitcoms, too. Like two sitcoms. He's with got those, the sitcoms, too. With those 100-episode deals that God they do. God damn it. That's insane. Yeah, the 1090 deal, where the first 10 do well, and then they order 90. God, is that all in syndication? Is that how those work? I think that's just straight-up TBS. Oh, the TBS
3: deals?
0: Yeah. So when you say, like, can you imagine yourself sort of running
1: that kind of a... An operation, or do you want to just have it be a little
0: looser?
3: No,
1: I mean, more just in the same way how it just having where you, you know, if I got some a couple projects of my own and then two other writers, you know what I mean? Just having yeah. a few things in production, like not a mass produced thing because I would want to just focus on, you know, I would want to have my attention be on these projects and, and be very active. So it'd be, you know, small but big at the same time, but not. Like you said, compound. I was thinking more like an office with like three, four rooms. This is our little compound This is our compound We do a lot of good work here (laughs) And it's fun And we got a ping pong table And (laughs) We got a lot of good juice And stuff over there But we do good work And famous people come in here And we meet with them (laughs) So it's a You know It's spiritually a compound Yeah there's
0: not a moat or or turrets with a defense. No, it's just yeah,
1: it's uh yeah, it's an office building. It's nice, you know, we painted it. Uh,
0: is it? The, the thing that I sort of that I said, you know, that I disclaimed and said I'm not doing this. Do people do that like if you're in the comedy scene if you're if you're the only black comic on a show of white comics right and then people come up and they go do do they automatically lump you in
1: racially and go
0: oh i also like chris rock and you're like Whoa, no, why are you No saying- well, no
1: not to me but like when now cuz kevin hart is the uh, biggest comic in the world like people say well, you know uh, they'll compare us like man i'm doing something Totally different. I'm talking about scale wise. You know, right? What I mean? Right. Like I have way different goals right now. Right. The Kevin Kevin Hart is trying to, you know, make a movie make a hundred million dollars. I'm trying to sell 800 seats, you know what I mean? (laughs) So, so please, (laughs) what's both great goals, you know what I mean? (laughs) You're making those, so, you know, let me progress. I just just need 800 people in a region to come to one place (laughs) on a specific date. So, yeah, people do kind of, people like to pit... uh, Black comedians against each other in a way, like this, that thing that like, there could can, there can only be one, you know, right? Where I mean? well, you know, it's uh, either you know, so they say, Oh, Kevin Hart and uh, you know, uh, versus Cat Williams and Chris Rock, and you know, uh, so yeah, people like to compare comedians in that way. But I just like to do my thing and just try to be funny, you know what I mean? So if people enjoy that, that's fine. If people, but people just like to. I mean it just makes for discussion That's what it is so People like to discuss stuff And it's easy to discuss something If you got something to compare to gifts But know?
0: with any comedian It's like there doesn't the, You know There's the base level Where you're first starting out And then like the top Where Kevin is Or where yeah. Louie is
1: But you can still do really well And not Right You, you can know? be Listen <laughs> GTA is great But GTA is a great game but Saints Row is pretty good it's, too. It's good too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it
0: doesn't all have to be GTA Five? Like, there's also there's room in there where it doesn't have yeah. the you
1: know well yeah like people won't let you succeed on your own terms where if you're not at that level to some people where they say where they just think you're feeling no I'm doing yeah. I'm doing cool and I pay for my parents and all that shit. you know <laughs> what I mean <laughs> yeah I sold out two shows in Chicago not five shows <laughs> no that's really hard to do <laughs> it's, really, it's hard.
0: really hard to do that
1: uh so uh, <laughs> i remember actually cuz it comes up a lot with i uh, I talk about uh When I was opening in Chicago uh, for this guy, Chance the Rapper, it was was a packed rap. You know, sometimes tough. I've done shows with him before in smaller venues where it worked out okay. SOBs in New York, is like 200, 300 people. That's easier to command as a stand-up. But this was the Riviera in Chicago, which is a couple thousand. Oh, man. And so, uh, and I remember going up and I made one, I made a bit that people didn't, uh, I did a bit that people didn't like. And then at one point, this dude just started chanting at me, Kevin Hart, Kevin. Oh, shit. <laughs> I,
0: I have to say, uh, the, the idea of performing for a largely black audience and knowing that it's not
1: going well and knowing like, they're going to let me know yeah. that they're not enjoying This was not a largely black <laughs> audience, though. This was a mostly white, young audience. Chance ra- yeah, it was uh, it was mostly white. Maybe it was... Yeah, if 10% black, if that. But it was mostly white. And the dude that... Well, I'm he, sorry. They were racist. <laughs> I, I don't even know if it was racist. It was just weird. And just it probably... It, I wasn't built on the show. So it's just all of a sudden the comedian's out. But that, But it? that... In any type of like let's mash
0: music and comedy up, it's a very delicate... Yeah. There's a very hard line. It just... It works. It, it's exactly what you said. Like the size of the venue really matters. Yeah. Because 3,000 people... And, and with three hundred people, they can—they're a little more accountable to one another. But with three thousand, factions yeah. start creating. <laughs> yeah. And if one faction is not a fan of that, they're not seeing the act that they came to see. Yeah, they can create enough of a wave that <laughs> spills over into the other. Like it's—it really, it really is trying to fight that—that that dynamic of yeah. one unified audience versus like this is ten audiences that were strung together.
1: Yeah. and three of them. Are having a problem, right? Now. <laughs> yeah. And they're gonna
0: upset the whole balance. Yeah,
1: it was uh, it was pretty fun, but yeah, people love to just love to compare and just uh, it's it's interesting. But that's I wonder, fun. I was talking, about, I was talking about that with
0: Neil Brennan when he was on. It's just the idea of people just in their minds, they have room for one type of everything. Yeah, or it's just like you know, there's one. Well, actually, Neil said that's not true. He said they allow for a lot of different white comics. And then there's one black comic that yeah. that most people will be like,
1: "Oh yeah, that's the guy,
0: like he's the guy, yeah,
1: it's i don't I mean you have to talk to to people, I don't know, I don't know if that's i think in I think that theory is starting to to change- I think that what was good about Kings of Comedy is that you know that was showcasing four stand ups at once, but yes yeah, it's, it's uh it's a weird thing, and almost i don't know, I don't know as far as. I don't know I don't know what's happening. Edit this part out. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: don't know. <laughs> or, you think, my... or you think of a thought later, you're like, I have an idea. Just record it on your phone, and then we'll just edit it in. Here is my thesis Here's statement. Here is my thesis statement. The... Well, it's, you know, the reason that it's hard to to figure out is just because, you know, you just want to be a comic who can go into any room and figure out, like, ah, I can game this system yeah. because I have a I have a very particular set of skills. Yeah. Like Liam Neeson in a movie. And then <laughs> <laughs> you can go in and figure out like white audience, black audience, latino yeah. audience, college kids, old people, hipsters, whatever. Cuz you you play all different kinds of rooms. You play regular rooms, you play people who come just to see you, you play hipster rooms, yeah. you know, you play you can play music venues too. Yeah. And just figuring out like how to, you know, what a comedian is supposed to do, which is just figure it out and make it work.
1: Or bail immediately. <laughs> Have you ever had to just bail immediately? I bailed. yeah, I bailed immediately well not you know, actually not in stand-up settings. Uh actually did I but yeah in, a, in opening for uh, uh bands or doing some weird music shows, I've uh, I've jumped out before I'm like, alright. And this reason. You know what, this is not going well. There's one charity event out there. I said, You know what? I'm I'm not, this isn't this isn't that fun. So good night, everybody. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> everybody was just talking. It wasn't like I was bombing. It was just they want prep for comedy. Some uh, band had just played, so it was one of those things where it wasn't. They weren't that to they're, see they're, me.
0: They're, they're te- tearing down the band's instruments <laughs> behind yeah. you. Actually,
1: that was happening. What it dude was just <laughs> walking around fixing stuff. like, hey, they don't care about comedy. Yeah. How that, was your conference call? It was great. Yeah. Uh, did people? Did everybody? Yeah. yeah it's
2: not my kid. Oh, good. Uh, <laughs> that's how you that's how you handle paternity situations who got yeah, deep yeah, yeah. pregnant then <laughs> <laughs> um, no there was a uh, back to what we were saying it was just uh, like remember that we did that show at South by Southwest it was like an opening like it was like an opening like meal and comedy show thing and it was yeah. I performed And then Hard and Firm performed. Mm -hmm. And, like, right as I was ending my set and they were beginning their set, they just started serving everybody food. And then everyone just started getting food and drinks and talking. And it was just like. Which is not what you want for a show. No,
1: no. I always wish I. I want to. Because I don't have the. I'm still hungry to do well, but I wish I had the, the fire to. God, remember you know, that Bill Burr video? It situations where with oh y'all oh, feel oh, from yeah, European and I could things? just snap out, <laughs> yeah. and, and he
0: just destroys, just yeah. destroys by telling people
2: how fucking stupid yeah. they are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I love hearing just the audio of the audience just like hating him, being really offended by him, and then starting to laugh and then loving it. It's just that's so one, of favorite, crazy. That's one of my
0: favorite things about Bill, Bill Burr is one of the. One of the few comics that has the ability to make people laugh in spite of what they might believe, yeah, Yeah. which is fucking amazing. Usually, you kind of, you know, like you might find common ground with an dinosaur, but he will, he will start off with a premise that people are uncomfortable with, and I've seen him do it multiple times, and he will force people just through the uh, his writing and comedy foo to (laughs) fucking make Sorry. them double over with laughter
2: yeah like he pushes them back with the like the like the mission statement of the joke or the premise of the joke yeah. and then like um does the rest of his time just like Luring them back in to where they're just totally on. My I would way start backpedaling after the thesis statement. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I can understand why you probably wouldn't like that. I'm just gonna apologize. <laughs> no no ever, sorry, no one ever thought that. No one ever thought yeah. that.
0: <laughs> I wouldn't go. What I should do is tell these people how fucking stupid they are, yeah, yeah. and then give Five them Give them an amazing list of reasons why, and then they'll be on my side. <laughs> yeah, that 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 is an amazing. That's an amazing. But feat. that's
1: the thing too. Is just. I mean, it's t- it's easy to be in your head about it, but you know, just. Just realize it. I mean, it's performance, but the stakes are low for the most part. I mean, unless, you know, somebody wants to kill you, then that sucks. But that's, <laughs> that's really not going to happen for the most part. Yeah. So just, just, thinking, just knowing that you can kind of just, you know, if shit isn't going, to just be able to go balls out. Just finding out when you're like, fuck it, I'm just going all out. Because it's just live performance and I can do another show the next day or even later tonight. And so, just trying to get in that mind state, don't give a fuck, and just you know. Does it bother you when you
0: go off stage? If it did, you know, or do you like? Well,
1: eh, it's just that another show. Uh, it might bother you for a little, and it, it, like aspects of it will bother me later sometimes. Uh, uh, but yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't hit me as hard as it as it used to, unless somebody was really dumb or a heckler. But usually hecklers don't um, don't ruin my my show. I had my last. I was in Providence, and I do a joke about. Uh, how I don't wanna I don't go overseas and perform for the troops. And this one dude yelled, he yelled out, "Pussy." And then, <laughs> I was like, "Why am I pussy?" Even uh, who did he say? Uh, who's one of uh, uh um, like uh, who's one of those Toby Keith? Oh yeah, he was like, "Pussy." Even Toby Keith went over to perform for the troops. I was like, "Hey man, I'm a way different dude than Toby Keith. Don't <laughs> don't put us in the same box, you." <laughs>
2: Even that country musician went over there for the to perform for his main audience.
1: <laughs> and so, and then I said, "Did you serve?" And then uh, he said, "Yeah." And I said, "Where did you serve?" He said, "Don't worry about it." And that's when I saw that he was in the reserves because. If somebody served in Afghanistan or Iraq, they would tell you right away. Right. They, they know somebody's like, "Yeah, hey, I toured in Afghanistan. I was like, Afghanistan two tours." Crowd claps. Move along. But then he said, he said "Don't worry about it." I was like, "You in the reserves, aren't you?" <laughs> You're not even in the. Re- <laughs> and he was mad as shit. I was like, "You are in the reserves? You probably do the laundry for the army." <laughs> like, thank you for your service. These sheets are Christmas fun. <laughs> He was
0: mad as fuck. Did the he, audience? Where was the audience?
1: Our audience. They loved it just because he was being a dick. And I saw to do because it's a small club. He was waiting by my uh, green room, but the security got him out of there. But he fuck. was waiting. Like, I could see him waiting during like in the later part of my set. What if?
2: What if he? What if he, like he came up to you and he did get to talk to you and he's like, it's like listen, it wasn't the reserves. There's so many secret wars that you don't know
3: about. But <laughs> if I said
2: anything... And I'm so sorry, I have to do this. Yeah, thwick,
3: yeah. just in your <laughs> neck. Thick, 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 thick. Sleep eternal.
2: Goddamn <laughs> secret.
1: <laughs> secret wars is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Both sides keeping it a secret. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I think we're fighting. I, never fight I don't know, <laughs> but don't tell anybody. Yeah. I'm about to kill you. Yeah, it's machine guns and fucking cannons with silencers on them. So it's just...
1: <laughs> they just say shh. shh, shh. Yeah. Okay, I know you have to kill me, but don't tell anybody you killed me. <laughs> yeah. We're
2: just gonna keep this between yeah. us. Please take this yeah. to my family. Yeah, my best friend died in that war. What war? I mean, my best friend died. Just mumps, uh, yeah, mumps. yeah, yeah, yeah mumps. <laughs> Scurvy. <laughs> he fell on a, a grenade. Yeah. <laughs> <Mine>. Where? Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh. This has been really fun. This was about an hour. Yeah,
0: cool. I was like, I was like, seeing it. I never know. Like, I I always want to say hi, but I I don't know. I I, didn't, I never know. Any, I never feel like I have anything interesting to say. And I become. I find that as I get older, people that I go, I really like that guy. I would love to just call and say hi. I feel like when you're young, you can do that,
2: but when you get older, it's weird to call. It's just it to weird? talk on the phone as an adult. Like, like if oh, I just hey, called what's you what's up? and I
0: was like, Hey, Hannibal, it's Chris. What's going on? Wouldn't you be like, What? What are you doing? I'd be
1: here? like, what's up, man? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody oh. calls me but my manager. <laughs> Thank you so much.
2: <laughs> this is all I want. <laughs> so tired of text.
0: Well, because I think what happens is when you get when you you know, when you get into grown up years, Everything you do has a purpose. Yeah, everything is like I'm calling this person because I have to accomplish this task. This is this is so just the idea of just calling someone and going, "What are you doing?" Yeah. I, I, I imagine them going, "Look, I'm I'm I have to call other people to accomplish my tasks. Do you need something <laughs> yeah. right now that I can yeah. give to you?" Or well, you
2: know, it's a, a buddy of mine that I grew up with uh, was in town recently and. You know, he got in and, you know, I was just like, well, we'll go check out this record store and then we'll go to this coffee shop. that's really good. and We'll go do this. And like, I was kind of, I started running out of stuff to do and, uh, and like, we just ended up just kind of sitting around. He's like, yeah, this is pretty much what I wanted. I was like, but we're not doing anything. He's like, yeah, we're just hanging out.
3: Oh. I was like, oh,
2: <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I guess that's fun too. But just isn't being that each other's company? No, being but people. that's, that's an,
0: that is such a perfect metaphor for what our brains think, um, accounts for, um, I don't know, experiencing. Like, we have to experience. Or even like with comedy where you go, oh, this show, you know, something that felt effortless to you but worked. You're like, yeah, but I wasn't doing anything. And that's usually when someone has to go, that's right. That's usually when it works the best, when you're not trying to force anything to happen. You're not doing anything. I think that's kind of why I like the podcast because it's usually... You're just talking. It's like, yeah. what are you talking about? Whatever, you know. Yeah, it yeah. is
2: like the rare times that you know no one's really looking at a phone. Everyone's yeah. just in it and just having a conversation, like we yeah. would if we were just hanging out. somewhere. Oh
0: my God, you're right. I never thought about that. Yeah. But no one's on their phone.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm
1: about to start doing a two-hour day unplug. That's, That's a, a great smart idea. idea. Yeah, just uh, not just no Twitter, no email, just straight up whatever, just writing or reading or arithmetic. Uh, <laughs> 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 no. Working Working out. Working out. Re- 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 <laughs> I think that be yeah, more mentally healthy because it's easy just because there's so much stuff and you think you have to get to it right away or look at it yeah. right away and it's just, it's, 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 you know, it has become. Yeah, a lot, of, it's a lot of time sucks out there.
2: Yeah, it's just a Chinese water torture for your brain, too. It's yeah. just like a lot of little information just constantly like tapping away at it. Yeah. And t- if, if you did unplug,
0: if you were to unplug for even larger parts of the day, time would move slower. Yeah. Because would... you, wouldn't, you wouldn't be so distracted all the right. time. You, you would start to feel, you would, you would kind of feel the world a little bit more. Yeah. It's a beautiful romantic idea that I don't know if I'll be able to. Well, I you always don't, love the concept of
2: it. Well, what it is, too, is that you got to get everyone else on board. Because if you don't return a text or an email even these days, people freak the fuck out. Hey, man, did you get that email? Yeah, yeah. When did you say that? I sent it an hour ago. I get so <laughs>
0: frustrated with people who, who nudge and check in if they don't hear for like half a day. Hey, man, just making sure you saw that. Yes, yes. I saw it. You yes. don't need to know that a couple hours later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I saw your email. That is the equivalent of when a girl doesn't call you back and you're, and you're
1: like... Hey, I left you a message. I didn't know if you
0: got it. Maybe yeah. something. Maybe the yeah. <laughs> maybe the answering machine went uh, <laughs> haywire yeah, or yeah. something. So. That's
1: what it is. Is because people can do that because they know you check your shit
2: incessantly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like what? You didn't see that email? Yeah. Funny? That's funny because you tweeted five minutes after I sent it to <laughs> you. What they're really saying is,
0: I know you saw that and you didn't respond to me. So what's the problem? Yeah,
2: like, yeah. Get off my back, <laughs> world. world. Like that new that new thing on the the iPhones where you could see if someone read your text. Ooh, yeah. fuck that. That's fucking bullshit. Yeah. Should you should be cool. able to, like, live in secret. <laughs> like
0: and fight your horse. secret wars? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> can
1: turn it off and do, you know, just make a it, sentence it t- as text, text
2: message. Do you want to do that? Yeah, I got that. Like, I did that. But, like, other people now. I could see it when other people don't read my text. Now, now <laughs> I'm the
0: asshole. So now you're trying to. Now I'm, yeah, yeah. That's, I like that you would say that sentence not like a comic whose bit didn't work. Oh, I'm the asshole. But you're saying, like, no, now I'm the asshole. No, no, now I, uh, yeah. You genuinely <laughs> yeah. are the asshole. <laughs> yeah, I genuinely am.
1: Um, well, so when does the special come out? comes out, uh, uh, airs on Saturday the 29th. Wait, Saturday the 30th? I'm so confused. Of April? No, Saturday the 29th. At midnight, or 11.59 on Saturday, if you want to be a weirdo about it. Uh, so Saturday, midnight, Comedy Central. And it's on Comedy Central Direct right now for download for five bucks. Nice. So you can get it. Yeah, so... Yeah, that's when it comes out. Live from Chicago. My second special. I'm yeah. psyched about it. I talk about a lot of stuff. I hope you enjoy it. And the second
2: season of uh, Broad City. Second season of Broad City. Yeah, Broad that's City. That's great. It was yeah. fun to have you guys on together, too. Yeah, that
1: was real fun. That was cool to do that with them.
0: Well, whenever yeah. you're in Los Angeles, please come back on At Midnight. We would love Thanks, to would love to rotate you in as much as you, you have time Thanks for. Thanks a
1: lot. That's a fun show. I like what you're doing. And
0: I'm going to call you out of the blue one of these days.
1: All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's going to happen. All right, man. Yeah. All right, good. All right.
0: Enjoy your burrito, bro.
1: Later. Up.
3: <laughs> now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito.
0: For more than two centuries, the White House has been the
2: stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history.